You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This, this is, 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 is Kickoff in the Valley. Now here's your host, Tyler, Tyler Vazquez and Gunnar Jackson. Welcome into the Kickoff in the Valley podcast covering your Arizona Cardinals. My name is Gunnar. Over there, Tyler Vasquez. Tyler, what's up, man? Cardinals Panthers preview show. That's what we're doing today. Are you excited, yeah, Gunner? I am excited. I've, I'm uh, excited because this should be a win. Yeah, well, and everything I'm looking at, and we'll get into the betting uh, a little bit later on in this podcast, but everything I'm looking at, dude, I'm looking at a win for the Cardinals. There I, we go. Yeah, even looking at the uh, the numbers from last year when the Cardinals played Cleveland, which Baker Mayfield uh, was the uh, the quarterback of the Browns last season, and uh, what happened there with the thirty seven to fourteen beating on the uh, the Browns, um, and uh, even uh, Baker playing uh, for the Panthers and beating the Saints last week, which I think they got lucky on that victory, the Panthers' victory over the Saints. I mean, watching the game, I had to go back and look at some of the highlights. I mean, the Saints were the better team. The Saints are absolutely the better team, and the Panthers squeezed out a victory there. And uh, I think that that's why they're favored in this game is because they got that victory last week. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't see it, man. I do not see it. I mean, it could be the weather too, right? The, the weather could somewhat come into play here. Well, we talked about it. I mean, the field, I'm sure they got a tarp over the field because they're going to get pounded with uh, Hurricane Ian uh, on Friday night. Uh, what time are they looking at? Uh, Friday night, Saturday morning is when it's going to be hitting uh, North Carolina in the Charlotte area there. But I mean, Sunday... The forecast looking good, man. I mean, it's just partly sunny. Are we looking sunny? Partly sunny. Highs near 66. Chance of precipitation is 60%, but they're calling for that after 5 p.m. I mean, oh, game will be uh, over by then. Oh, well, oh, hang on. So it'll be 1 o'clock our time? One twenty-five is the kickoff, right? Yeah. It's 4 yeah. o'clock. They may be getting hit with rain. Oh. Maybe get hit a little bit of rain, but it's only a 60% chance. So you do have to take that into account. And I do have some numbers uh, from be- our friends at Bet IQ. And uh, and DraftKings and stuff like that on. Uh, well, that's why that's why I think they're probably giving them a little bit of an edge is because if this game is, you know, ugly, if it's if the weather's bad, you would think that benefits the run games, right? And Christian McCaffrey for the Panthers is no slouch at running back. So, um, well, on that team in general, though, I mean, they have an outdoor stadium. They're used to playing in the elements. Yeah, Cardinals, yep. you know, kind of spoiled with a uh, with a domed, air conditioned stadium. <laughs> you know, here yeah, they're babied for yeah. sure. They are. So to get out there and, and have to play in the elements, I don't know. Maybe the Panthers do have an edge there. But everything else I'm looking at, which, like I said, we'll break it down a little bit later on. In the we end. need to just move the Cardinals back to Sun Devil, put them in 110 again. <laughs> Let them tough it out. That, that would be a little tough. I wouldn't want to go see a game. And I, you I was going to say, you never got to experience that. You weren't here during those times. No, but I mean, oh, God. play there. ASU still plays there. Have you and I not, have, do you go to Sun Devil games? Have you I, been to I, one? I've not been to one. And, but oh. I, I'll go to one in December or January, but I mean, right now, I think they played at home last week or the week before, and 
I did when it's a hundred degrees in the evening and they play Saturday at seven o'clock. I'm, I'm not, I have no interest. But that's not bad though. The Cardinal games, remember, they used to be at like one o'clock every, just like they are now, one o'clock on a Sunday afternoon in September. It was like 115 degrees. I mean, at least at night, you know, I'll take night games over over in the day all day. But anyway, with that being said, let's uh, let's bring producer Adam into the show, a new staple of the show, producer Adam. Right. That is correct, gentlemen. Adam, that's it. Yes, yes. This is a vehicle solely for me, gentlemen. We did this last episode. We're going to start doing this going forward. I want to pick your guys' brains about how you're feeling about the Cardinals. Maybe some things off topic. And and catch this one right out of the gate. We're going to come back in at the end of the episode and hit you guys with kind of a a season outlook question for the Cardinals. But we were having a discussion pre-show. What it really comes down to, we'll start with you first, Gunner. What is the perfect amount of time for a nap? <laughs> uh for me like in my own i can't go over 30 minutes um i think a 10 minute nap little cat nap is perfect and prior to doing this podcast i try and squeeze those in and i try and time it out to be about 240 because then my daughters get home from school at 250 so then i'm woken up by them and that, then- so so that means then then uh, tyler as well for you you mentioned it right in there, Gunner. Cat nap. We're hoping that maybe the Panthers oversleep a little, right? Maybe take maybe take a forty-five. Maybe they go full hour, little groggy, not ready for the action. I'm Adam, you, producer Adam, you see what he did there? That yeah. is radio excellence at its finest. He tied in cat Panthers cat nap. I like it. That's what we got coming to you, friends. So well, listen, I get you- no credit for even mentioning that. I mean, how how do you all know that I didn't have that all planned out to throw cat nap in there? Huh? That's what I'm saying. No, I'm, saying, I'm giving you the credit for that. Bro. Oh, that was well constructed. No, 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 no. I'm Adam's the beneficiary of of the radio excellence that is Gunner. <laughs> I am I am just the man behind the curtain, gentlemen. The excellence is all out in front of the microphones. We'll come back in later in the episode, close things out with, I think, a difficult question as it pertains to one Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury and a very important game coming up here. Awesome. Well, ho- hopefully uh, Cliff hasn't been taking too many naps because we need him to get, really get to work. You know, an interesting nugget I saw, Gunner, yeah. um, that actually came out this week. Uh, there's two things. Let's talk about Cliff in particular. The Washington Post, I don't know if this just came out an hour ago. This is the first time I saw it was an hour ago. They had a piece. Um, it's labeled here on Twitter, Cardinals doubled down on Cliff and Kyler show. It isn't working. And uh, Dan Bickley, um, the infamous Dan Bickley, puts out a quote from the article from a high-ranking NFC club, uh, a high-ranking official from an NFC club. So so someone in the in the conference a uh, high ranking, you know, either GM or, or someone up in, in management. Uh, we were shocked that they extended the coach, AKA cliff. It's not a sophisticated scheme. He's not considered a great play caller. And every year the production drops as the season goes on. Mm. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, this season it's, uh, <laughs> it's the beginning of the season, <laughs> not later in the season. Cause it has been, uh, not being able to finish out the season. But last week when we talked about like creativity, right? Like, or even last episode, we talked about how he lines up Hollywood Brown on one side of the field and Hopkins on one side of the field. You you now have someone from another team in the conference pointing out saying that he's not, you know, he doesn't do anything too fancy or too creative uh, for this offense. And it really, I mean, this piece really is calling out Cliff more than anything. Yeah. 
I mean, what's to say though? Like, let me uh, play devil's advocate here. Like, what's to say that uh, Cliff Kingsbury, you know, the offensive uh, mastermind, as you call him, guru. guru. Yep. What if? What if it is strategy? What if he wants to be bland at the beginning? Have everybody expect that from them, and then he comes out with his uh, the guru ness. You know, halfway to the end of the se- like halfway through to the end of the season, and close it out when people aren't expecting it. Like what? Because, I mean, maybe maybe his mentality last season, you know, they couldn't finish it out. You know, people were were figuring him out because they saw what was happening at the beginning of the season through the midseason. They were figuring him out. They knew how to how to play him later in the season, and that's why they lost. Maybe he's just kind of shuffling things up a little bit. Maybe he's trying something new, and they will, uh, once D-Hop comes back, throw in some of his guru-ness, some of those new plays, some of those uh, new things he's been working on, and uh, start winning and win out the season. I think he needs to go full on water boy and get that, that hand, that notebook, that, uh, what was the coach's name? And, and oh, yeah. water boy. Oh yeah. All the uh, little secret plays in the, uh, yeah, notebook. Yeah, yeah. 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 And all of a sudden he remembers again how to draw him yeah. up. I feel like that is the story of cliff Kingsbury. He must've had some guru notebook back in the day in his college time or whenever. And, uh, he's he ran into a coach maybe that was sean McVay, that has completely stolen his notebook and mm-hmm. you know he hasn't uh, bounced was, back uh, coach klein gentlemen coach klein by coach the excellent klein. henry yeah. winkler yes We've also got uh, the fonts zach waiting in the wings for us when we're ready to go to him cool awesome. uh, real quick but speak staying on the other the coach topic there's been a lot of stuff on twitter about sean payton uh people wanting sean payton here in arizona Ooh, I like that. I actually tweeted that out the other day. I don't know if you saw oh, that. Is that you? Maybe that, okay. See, so, so I saw it in multiple spots. Good. I saw it in good. Multiple spots. No, that makes me feel vindicated that maybe I'm really becoming a broadcast journalist here. Yeah. Um, I actually tweeted out that um, I would love to see the Cowboys keep winning, which for most Cardinal fans, that's like blasphemy. Why would you want them to keep winning? But feel, feel me out. I felt this was designed that the Cowboys would struggle here and, and, all, all things considered, the Cowboys let a lot of pieces go and they didn't like fill those needs. Kind of sounds like the Cardinals. Um, they let these guys go and they didn't fill them. I think that was on purpose to let McCarthy struggle to eventually fire him and say, because he went to the playoffs last year. So it's hard to fire a coach that takes you to the playoffs and has the success that they did. So my thought was they purposely are not giving him enough. So that way they'll struggle this year. They'll fire him and then they'll bring in Sean Payton. Like this was all by design. So follow me here. Okay. The Cardinals, uh, the Cardinals continue to struggle. They eventually move on from Cliff. They would have to blow everything up. There's no way that we could be able to keep Kime either. They'd have to get rid of Kime as well because Sean Payton would want to come in and run the show. But right. ultimately, the Cowboys succeed. You can't fire him again. You have to keep McCarthy. So Sean Payton is just sitting there in the wings. That would be beautiful. Now, do so I think that, that's going to happen? Probably not. Would that but. be like a, a Mike Holmgren situation in Seattle where he takes over GM and head coach? So oh, yeah, yeah, it'd be like a Gruden and, and the Raiders too. Like, yeah, or, well, he had, he had um, what's his name from the NFL Network, the Mayock, but or not Mayock. Uh, I can't remember who I'm forgetting about. Whoever their GM was, but they had someone from NFL Network that they brought in that was a a, a big big shot to help him. But you know, again, you do have like a Belichick. He he does yeah. both. So Sean so, Payton would get that respect. You had to do both jobs. So uh, if the uh, the Cardinals lose Sunday, you think he, you think the move's going to be made? You think you make you make that move early, or you ride out the season 
Uh, oh no 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 no! They're not gonna. Yeah, they wouldn't do it now. They just gave him an extension. They they would wait. Honestly, I, know, I don't. But I mean, I don't, I, I don't think I, contracts mean anything. I, I think you have money, you can get out any, you pay him out, you know, do something. Uh, I think the only way that were to happen is if there were some out clauses in that contract, and I just I, maybe there is. They put a study yeah. clause in Kyler Murray's contract. Who's to say Bidwell <laughs> wasn't nervous about paying both Kime and and Cliff and. He he wanted to give him assurance, so he he put a little bit of an out clause as well, though, to protect himself. That's possible. Who knows? We we don't get to see those type of contracts, but um, uh, you know. Yeah, I but, know, but I mean, but I mean, he he signed a five year extension. So I mean, why are we going to sit with a losing coach and, and then just kind of you know a losing team for five more years? There's got to be a way to get out of that. There's got to be a way. So why not if we lose on Sunday, which I don't think we will, but if we do, hypothetically, if the Cardinals lose. I think they got to pull the trigger then, and uh, and move on. And you know, either Vance Joseph comes in as the interim head no, coach. That's the thing is, you don't have anyone waiting in the wings that like you'd feel good about to finish out the season. Yeah, Vance Joseph has previous head coach experience, but he's yeah. just as much on the hot seat. So, just to me, the- this would be a full clear house gunner. If you're going to get rid of Cliff, you're getting rid of Kime as well, and you're yeah. getting rid of this whole coaching tree. So. You're not going to do it till the end of the season. The only person I see get fired early would be Vance. Um, but yeah, I, I don't okay. think I don't think that's going to happen. Now, this game is obviously with the Panthers a get right game. This is a game that you're expecting to win. You're great on the yep. road. They've struggled at home. They're like mirror to us. We struggle at home. They struggle at home. So ultimately, this is a game that you see yourself going on the road like you do and continuing to win and keep the rolling going on the road. Uh, keep keep the rolling the wins and stacking them uh, on the road. But one thing to help the cause gunner is uh, Christian McCaffrey uh, not practicing for the second straight day. And when asked about it, uh, well, when asked about it to Baker Mayfield, uh, Baker Mayfield said he trusts the other running backs in the room. um, But he also joked that uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey has gone zero dark 30 on them. So that uh, there's no real response Uh, if he's going to be playing or not, but that's, uh, Something to watch for sure. Yeah. They're a big piece. If they're going to win, that's that's what we would expect to have struggles with, right? Do we have an injury um, report on the Panthers at all? I mean, do we do we know anything about like uh who's injured, who isn't over there? Uh, the we'll touch on that here in a little bit. I'll, okay. I'll pull one up. But okay. uh recent for recently for Baker May or for Baker Mayfield and the Panthers, Baker Mayfield is completing under 52% of his passes. Producer Adam, what is the second note? Uh, 18.8 QBR? That is correct, gentlemen. He has an 18.8 QBR this season. Lowest wow. of his career, and quite frankly, it's closer to what we call a goose egg than you probably yeah. prefer as a Panthers fan. Oy. Okay, well, well me... we're going to... Gunner, well, we're going to talk to Zach from uh, Roaring okay. Riot coming up next. Our, our, we're going to go behind enemy lines here in a moment and, and get really the backstory on what the Carolinas have been doing recently and, and what they what they're looking forward to this season. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Zach, how are you? Hey, guys, how's it going? Can you hear me all right? 
Yes, we can. Zach Cottrell from the Roaring Riot. So, Gunner, the Roaring Riot uh-huh. is uh, another travel group similar to Bird Gang Travel, right? They, uh, I look at them as a full-on media group and, and, and not just travel. Like, they do everything. If you go to their website, um, one, our website looks um, – scarily uh similar because we might have taken a lot of notes based on what they do (laughs) Uh, i kind of look at them as like the blueprint for fan travel and fan fan experiences when it comes to a team and um they do they do some great stuff over there at roy riot hey well i appreciate you saying that it's been uh pretty challenging the last few years obviously dealing with uh the the challenges of the world with covid and not having in-person events and i know that that is but also uh we're pretty apathetic in, in Carolina right now about our team. And it's funny listening to you guys as I was sitting in the back room talk about the coaching staff. And, you know, the, I don't. I think we saw a poll last week, about 98% of our fans, and of course it's a Twitter poll, are just are ready to fire the coach. I mean, it's pretty uh, It's pretty bad here in, in Charlotte. Well, what about Baker? Were you guys excited about Baker when he came in? Um, I think – the fan base was pretty mixed originally. Um, I think a lot of people were excited that it wasn't Sam Darnold. Um, you know, Baker has some moxie. He's got some attitude. He's, you know, he's, he's cocky and, um, you know, he's got a personality, I guess, is the best way to put it. And we haven't had that in the QB room since we've lost Cam. So, you know, getting someone who who's more uh, animated on the field, I think, was was pretty exciting. But, uh, you know, just like you guys throwing out the stats there, he's been anything but – <laughs> great to start off yeah. the season so uh after last game and and how inconsistent and how many open receivers he just missed and how bad his footwork looked uh people are already hoping sam darnold comes off of the ir pretty soon which just kind of tells you everything you need to know about our quarterback situation right now yeah man i'd rather see pj walker than either of those guys but uh yeah i'd rather christian just take it from the wildcat every play there you go there you go <laughs> uh going back to matt rule uh, he was one of the hottest coaches on the market when he was available. Um, but now three quarterbacks and some average seasons into his NFL career, you kind of alluded to it. The fan base wants to see him go. How much pressure do you think he's under, not just from the fan base, but maybe management and, and everything surrounding the team? It's tough to tell. I mean, there's been conflicting reports, you know, and, and from our media friends. I mean, we certainly have heard that he's definitely uh, his seat is definitely hot. Um, you know, there were rumors that if he didn't win this game this past weekend, that it might have been the end of it. But then their conflicting reports came out from Rappaport after that, saying that he, um, you know, the owner was going to have patience and he had the entire season. So it's tough to tell. I mean, you know, our owner being new to the league and, and new to football as his first head coach that he hired and he gives him some seven year, 62 or $8 million contract, which is just insane. Unless I guess you're worth 16 billion then it isn't as insane. But with that being said, we think that does play into a little bit of, you know, why he kept him around after last year. I know that, Tepper is the name of owner, Dave Tepper. You know, he comes from Pittsburgh and he was a minority owner of the Steelers organization. So, you know, one thing the Rooney's have done really well and that he's been a part of too while he was there as a minority owner was just being consistent. Um, you know, having the same coaching staff for long. I think what you guys might know, the Steelers have had like three or four head coaches, I think, in their entire uh, in their entire yeah. history. So, you know, just giving them the benefit of the doubt, not making a rash decision. Um that was part of it, but at the same time, I'm not sure if he was willing to eat the, the you know, the last five years or whatever of the contract too. So we'll see. Um, yeah, there aren't a lot of fans of Matt Rule right now in Charlotte, and um, 
Wait, know. how many years does he have left on that contract? This is his third out of seven. So he's got four more. You hear this, Gunner? So we got an owner that may not want to eat four years on a contract against a high-profile pro- coach. Yeah. Does this not sound eerily familiar with (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how much you guys know about Matt Rule, but coming in, um, there's a uh, – year three was always his thing, right? Year three at Temple, they had a winning record. Year three at Baylor, they made it to a bowl. Whatever it was, year three was always the year that he would turn these programs around. Now, obviously, the NFL is a lot different than than college. You you have recruiting. um, You're motivating – younger men instead of multimillionaires who have been in the league forever. But anyway, this is Matt rules year three. So you know, the, the story was, this was going to be the year that he's turned it around and the Panthers have looked pretty inept up to this point. Uh, were you surprised that they let Hassan Reddick walk? No, I'm not surprised. I mean, he had a great year and, and you know, he, I think he's a temple guy, right? So he had ties yep. to, to Matt rule. Um, you know, I, I think, they really think Brian Burns is going to be uh, is going to be a great player, and he is actually. He's actually done fantastic. But um, they don't really have a big stud that's lining up, you know, on the opposite side of him. And that's one thing that Redick benefited from last year was all the double teams that Brian Burns gets. So um, they've kind of done it a little bit more by committee and situationally so far in the season, which is fine. But um, but no, I wasn't surprised. I mean, um, he was going to get a big payday, and he did. But um, in Philly, right? Yeah, he went back home to Philly. He's a Philly yeah. guy for sure. Um, he he was you know a player that we drafted, and he tore it up his final year of his contract. The Cardinals didn't extend him. Um, they let him test free agency and and got a nice little payday from you guys and um, had a great year there last year. And and mm-hmm. Cardinal fans were watching him from afar of like. This is one of our guys that should have got a second contract and did not. And so right. uh, it was interesting to see that he then wasn't retained by you guys either. The Cardinals at that point during the offseason, um, we let obviously Chandler Jones walk. So we were thinking, hey, maybe we'll be in play for Redick again to come back. Mm-hmm. And, right. you know, that was kind of a rumor. And and he ended up going home. You can tell he's a Philly guy through and through, though. I mean, if they threw him, I'm sure they got a hometown discount, uh, you know, in the end all be all to, to get him compared to what I think some other teams would have paid them. But um, because I think he just wanted to be there. But I want to turn to the offense quick before we go back to the defense. But Christian okay. McCaffrey, you know, I just saw that he's now missed two days of practice. He's a big part of your Panthers offense when healthy. Um, over the first three games, he has certainly had impact plays on the ground. But are you surprised that his receptions have not yielded uh, bigger gains? I'm surprised. No, not necessarily. Just the way that um, McAdoo has been running the offense so far. I mean, the first game, Christian barely got any touches on the ground or in the air. And it almost looked like our offensive coordinator and coach were just trying to outsmart themselves basically like hey we're gonna we're gonna trick the browns by not using christian which is just you know a crazy strategy and obviously backfire the offense what you know didn't look very good at all but the last two games he's done it he's done a good job on the ground i know he's been over 100 yards on on both the games um as far as his receptions i mean he's had some looks just Again, Baker's just been a little bit off, whether it's to him or to DJ or to any other receivers. You know, he's just been a little bit out of sync. And there are a couple of balls that were, were close to being caught, I guess. But, you know, Christian was definitely having to make some 
crazy extensions to try to to try to reel them in. So I'm not surprised because of what McAdoo's tried to do um, and how Baker has looked and how he's just been a little bit off. So, but not having Christian as part of the receiving game is a huge mistake. I mean, the guy's got great arms and you know, obviously the great hands. And then, uh, you know, his his yards after the catch and his moves after the catch are, are phenomenal. So anytime you can get got, got that guy the ball, you want to. But uh, I heard Christian. you guys talking about it. He's uh, he's on the he's on the injury report. So it's just kind of uh, it's, it's not surprising for us. This will be the third year that uh, that he's had some kind of injury. And the rumors are that it actually is pretty serious. So um, we'll see. I don't think anybody oh, you has think a he not play Sunday. I think there's a good chance he doesn't play Sunday. But again, I don't know if that's me just like thinking about being thinking the worst from, yeah, <laughs> being uh, Christian, from what's happened. But um, yeah, yeah. Christian McCaffrey, obviously really the backbone of that team for, for many years. And then recently, the last couple of years, he's been flanked by injuries. Um, and you start to look like I look at someone like a Todd Gurley, right? Like that was another guy, a backbone of a team. And then all of a sudden year after year starts getting injuries and quickly like dissolves as a running back. Like, mm-hmm. uh, is that something that you worry about just personally as a fan that Christian McCaffrey might be on the back end or even like a Kamara you're seeing Kamara like he still put up good production as is McCaffrey look at like guys like that they're putting up that production but are you starting to see that this might be towards going towards the end versus the beginning you know what I mean it's hard not to think that again this would be the third year in a row that that he's had some kind of injury that like you know the previous two he's gone on IR Uh, I think he'd played maybe eight games collectively the two previous seasons so it's hard not to think that at this point this is you know this is a trend. This is a thing. He's he's injury prone, but it's just it's tough. It's a tough pill to swallow because three seasons ago was when he had the was it, I think the fifteen hundred rushing and, re- and receiving. So is that correct? Might have been a thousand, whatever it is. But you know he was uh, he did both fantastic and he was durable and he took the hits. And so I don't know if um, you know just the wear and tear from that season did something to his body, but uh, you know he takes good care of himself. He's he's in great shape, but he is a smaller guy and. Um, yeah, we've seen a lot of those guys just kind of take a pounding and, and not really get it back. So hopefully that's not the case because he has looked really good so far this year. Um, I'm just question, you know, if, if he can hold up, if he's durable enough. So that'll be a that'll be a pretty big hit if, if Christian is out. There's an update to the McCaffrey. It was uh, about an hour ago. Uh, it's a thigh injury. Matt Rule said that he wasn't concerned about the star tailbacks availability for the game. Uh, but if he is out, Chuba Hubbard, Chuba, right? Chuba, Chuba, yep. Chuba Hubbard, and Deontay Foreman would take an expanded role. But I mean, he still thinks like as Foreman. of now that that McCaffrey's going to be playing. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's a little bit different than what we saw yesterday. Um, you know, that's one thing the team did differently this year was actually went out and invested in Foreman, who had a great year with uh, with the Titans, right? So uh, last year we just didn't have a, a second option. I think Chuba Hubbard was a rookie last year, and he was the only uh, only backup running back that we had. Yeah, it was, so, it, was you know, a far, it was a far difference from when you had Mike Davis behind him when, when he went out that first right. year. Yep. So, um, so yeah, you know, Foreman's done well in his few opportunities that he's had this year, but I think he's proven in the past that if he needs to carry the load, he can. So, but I mean, you know, Chris is the top five running back in the league pretty easily. So with him, you know, Foreman's not going to be at that level, but at least he's not going to be Chuba Hubbard rookie level. So, 
Yeah, <laughs> Chuba's, I, I wanna Chuba's go... not a fan friendly or not a fan favorite right now. He's had a couple big, uh, big fumbles so far big fumbles. this season. Good, good. We love fumbles, and we've got some yeah. linebackers to <laughs> to knock out those fumbles. Uh, I want to go back to the the offense real quick. Um, I mean, obviously, we're just talking about the running back room, but now I want to go to the wide receivers. We talk about Robbie Anderson. There was that uh, infamous. A comment on the on the Instagram about the rumor of Baker coming to Carolina, and then him backpedaling once Baker was traded. As I was just trying to stick up for uh, Sam Darnold, my guy. Do you think all is right in that in the receiver quarterback rooms there? Um, obviously, Baker has had his struggles uh, between that in the off season and now the early struggles. Do tensions boil over here if things don't get right pretty quick? I mean, it's definitely not at that point yet. I don't think there's any kind of drama, whether it's I'm just trying to Baker I'm just trying to receivers. cause problems here. I'm yeah, just trying to nah. cause them early and, and get in the we, heads of Carolina right now. We were trying to you know, there was a rumor that there the the that Matt Rule was losing the team and that the players were turning on him. But after yeah. the last game, they gave Matt Rule the game ball. It was very obvious that they're still in his corner and like trying oh. to win for him. So we were pretty frustrated that that wasn't the case. But no, I don't think there's any any friction. I mean, um, against the Browns, you know, um, Baker and Robbie connected for a 75 yard bomb. So like, I mean, there's there's no there's no ongoing drama between any of them. And you know, Robbie's kind of an interesting character and definitely uh, is off the wall with some of the comments he makes. So I don't think anything was, was taken too personally there. And, you know, I, I feel bad for DJ Moore, to be honest with you, because DJ Moore is a fantastic receiver. And if you go all the way back to his time at Maryland, the guy's literally never played with the quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just get, you know, you get DJ the ball and I mean, he's absolutely dynamite, almost Christian McCaffrey level in, in space. And, um, you know, he's elusive and just tough to bring down and, um, we just don't have had a quarterback that can get him the ball. So it's it's uh it's pretty amazing. Um one of the guys that has been kind of been passed around the NFL the last few years is uh you guys' new offensive coordinator, uh Ben Ben McAdoo, uh former Giants head coach, headed to the Jaguars. They didn't like him as a quarterback's coach, let him go, headed to the Cowboys, they didn't like him as a, a consultant. They let him or maybe he was hired at front from the Cowboys because he was just a consultant. Now he's your offensive coordinator. What has changed like offensively uh, with McAdoo coming in? <laughs> We're nothing. <laughs> it's tough to tell. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, like I said, I, he's very much a pass oriented guy. Um, so, touches taking away touches from Christian McCaffrey is what's happened originally. Um, you know, the first couple games that last. The last two games, it's balanced out a little bit better. Obviously, the third being even more balanced. Um, but, yeah, it's just – it's tough to really see exactly what he's doing, how it's improved. I mean, there was some criticism online from an analyst last week that they were tipping their hand anytime McCaffrey was lining up in the shotgun that the Giants knew we were running. Um, but, you know, I'm not, I'm not great at watching tape and understanding formations. That's not my strength, but the people that I've talked to, I mean, they, they say it's very basic what his looks are and it's not surprising that, you know, Baker's just struggling in it. Cause you know, the receiver's separation is down from what it has been before, whether that's scheme related, which I believe it would be more than, than, you know, 
DJ Moore losing a step, right? So he just it just doesn't seem like I mean the offense is definitely not in sync, right? If you go look at our games, I mean, we've we've barely struggled to score any points offensively. I mean, last week we had one offensive touchdown and it was uh, you know, it was a bomb, or excuse me, it was a receiver that took it to the house, made two uh two, yeah, two yeah. uh Saints defenders miss. But that was it. I mean <laughs> <laughs> we, we, our third down conversions are pathetic. I mean, it's just it, the offenses just looked absolutely terrible. But with that being said, I know you guys have played some good teams. Isn't the Cardinals defense struggling a little bit too? Yeah, the uh, Cardinals secondary and linebacker core is not anything to be proud of. Let's put it that way. So, so this sounds uh, like a get right game for Baker Mayfield. Th- this could it's it's either a get right game for the Cardinals or it's going to be a get right game for the Panthers. I'll tell you that. But I, I will say the Cardinals, if they can show what they did against uh, the Raiders in that second half, well, I would say really the fourth quarter slash overtime. Um, that's where you could hopefully see that that this team turns it around here against against Carolina. That's what you want to see. You want to see that team play Carolina um, mm. because if they do, they'll have no problems. But right. um, I will say this: the Cardinals have lost six straight to the Panthers. Uh, I've Wait, been say, to say that again. Yeah, we we've lost six straight to the Panthers. <laughs> uh, most recently, last year, thirty four ten here at State Farm Stadium in another oh, game man. that fans. I remember going to that game. This is a game you should win. The Panthers aren't very good. Like you are a team that should be able to beat them. Um, your guys' defense—they've typically been a downhill, fast-paced unit. You know, should we expect more of the same out of that defense this weekend? Yeah, the defense has been the only bright spot. And just you know, before I get into that, uh, before last weekend, that game in Arizona that you're referring to was the last time that we had actually won a football game. So you know, that was when Fantastic. we brought Cam, Thank you, Cam back, and uh, you know, Cam had the two touchdowns, the one rushing, one one passing touchdown. So we have videos of just you know, we were all there losing our minds, but that was the last joy that we felt. Even last weekend with the win, it didn't feel very joyous because of the way the offense looked, right? But yeah, so that it's been almost a full calendar year before we, you know, since we've had a win and since we've had a uh, a good feeling about this team. But um, uh, no, the defense has been great. I mean, the only thing that was missing uh, before last weekend were takeaways. They had three of them last week. One that they scooped up and scored. Um, they stripped up the ball out of Kamara, out of Kamara's hands, picked it up and scored. Frankie Louvu, who has uh, been starting at linebacker this year, has been absolutely an animal. He's all over the place. Uh, so he's he's done a really good job. But, you know, between him and Burns, um, you know, we're doing a decent job getting pressure, but really our strength is in the secondary. Our uh, our corner, our unit has got to be one of the top in the league. I mean, between, you know, J.C. Horn, I mean, those guys are – those guys are playing playing really really well. Um, I think the last two games, JC's given up two receptions for like three yards. Um, so that that's that's really where the strength is. I mean, if we can get a little bit of pressure, um, yeah, those guys are they're playing pretty locked down in the in the back half. Um, yeah, well, I get, well, go ahead, Gunner. Uh, so being there in Charlotte, uh, we were kind of talking about the weather. Uh, before you came on, if the weather's yeah. going to be a uh, you know an issue, uh, looks like the hurricane is going to hit y'all or at least pass by on uh, Saturday, right? So the the weather, uh, do you foresee that being a, an issue and in uh, a play in this game? It's tough to tell. I mean, it's you know it's changed, but like you said, the most recent one looks like um, it's going to be past us Saturday evening. So we might just be on the tail end of it on Sunday. Um, I mean, I think we're going to get a ton of rain in Charlotte starting is you know as early as this evening so it'll be it'll be pretty damp i mean how that affects the field it's not grass anymore they've switched over to the, oh. the turf field 
Oh, excuse me. So I know there there is a Charlotte FC game uh, Saturday night too. So who knows what effect that'll have on the, yeah. the field, or even if that game even happens or not. So, which is kind of funny in and of itself. This is the second time that we've both teams have had a home game at the on the same weekend, and both times it has been terrible weather, where they've had to paint the field, the football field. Uh, ahead of time like normally the grounds crew would flip it from saturday to the so- from the soccer game to a football field but because there's not enough time for the paint to dry um the soccer field will have football lines on it so <laughs> the uh you know the soccer purists and in, in, uh, in charlotte aren't very happy about that but um yeah. hopefully it doesn't rain you know too much hopefully we're at the tail end of it i mean obviously we got a big tailgate in charlotte we have about a thousand plus people that come out every sunday and um yeah, standing under tents while it's pouring down rain is definitely not as much fun. I love it. And uh, one thing we do with all our guests uh, on every uh, the podcast, the last podcast ahead of the game, we get your score prediction. What do you <laughs> got for uh, What do you got for Sunday? And I always like to put money on it, man. Oh man, you know what? It's been it's funny because we do a newsletter. Um, we call it the Game Day Guide that goes out Friday mornings. We have them go out weekly, the media part of our company, but I do the one uh, that goes out Friday. That's talking specifically about the weekend's events. And, um, last weekend I I actually skipped my prediction because it's, uh, who the hell knows with what, what team's going to show up, you know, I mean, the way they played against the giants and, you know, losing on that last second, um, last second field goal, excuse me, the, the Browns came out against the giants and fumbled the two opening offensive drive. I mean, they're just finding a way to lose games really strangely, but then last week they found a way to win other than offense. So, you know, understanding what, which team is going to show up on Saturday is, is really hard to understand, but I'll tell you what. So since the new reports say Christian's going to be there, mm, the way the defense is playing, I'm going to have to stick with my guys. Um, Yeah. I'm going to say 24, 21. Oh, I think 21. that was that the same score you had last week. It was something close to that. Yeah, was something it? close. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and every, of course, yet, yeah, every guest we bring on is rooting for the uh, obviously their their team. So our bets have all been against the Cardinals. All right, 24, uh, 21, 24, 21 Panthers is a uh, plus ten thousand on FanDuel. So if I put a ten dollar bet, I'll win a thousand bucks if your score pans out, man. So thank you for that. Love it. <laughs> and a fifty and a fifty dollar donation to Roy and Ryan yeah, that's, right. that's right, Venmo. Yeah. There you go. All right, Zach. Uh, social plugs. Tell us where they can find more about Roy Riot yourself, and and obviously the Panthers here. Yeah, sure. So it's just pretty easy. We're just at Roaring Riot, and I'm at Roaring Riot Z at the end, Z for Zach. So pretty easy. And um, yeah, we're we're active certainly uh, certainly on there on game day. And um, uh, like I said, we'll have a, a pretty. Uh, pretty big tailgate this weekend even if it rains we allow cardinal fans in so anybody that's in town can come hang out um you know we just have one rule and it applies to panther fans and cardinal fans it's don't be an asshole other than that like (laughs) let's have a good time i like that rule (laughs) i actually really like that because i've had cardinal fans uh you know burger trout we're not doing anything in charlotte this week and we actually have a big party here locally uh, at a casino here and we do a big we call it the kickoff party for the season um we're doing that coming up this weekend but i've had a lot of fans reach out saying hey where's there to go you know what where, where's there a tailgate um so now knowing that you guys do that anyone that's listening make sure you go check these guys out they put on a really cool tailgate i'll tell you that so uh you'll want to check that out for sure you know it's funny i know i gave you a hard time about not coming to charlotte i know that uh your schedule yeah you wanted me to come you wanted me to come through a hurricane thanks well, how funny it would be now if, you, if this is one of your trips and it was a hurricane that'd be fantastic <laughs> <laughs> 
setting me up for failure. Thank you, Zach and the Roaring Ride. Hopefully uh, your prediction comes out uh, incorrect. And the Cardinals win. But uh, yeah. we'll talk to you down the road here, Zach. Thanks. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Good luck this All right, thanks, sure, man. Uh, you too, I'm brother. sure you guys will pull it out. So There so, we yeah. go. I like that. I think, I think I'm going to do a second 24-21 uh, about the Cardinals winning. Because maybe, oh, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe he had the whole wavelength thing all mixed backwards there you you know, go. in his head. So, yeah, I'll do two bets on that. We'll go. Uh, Gunner, we'll go I don't think this is going to be close. I don't want to jinx us, but I really think this should be a blowout, <laughs> all things considered. The Cardinals have been looking rough, and you got to think that, you know, they've been dialed in this week. I am a little concerned looking at the injury report. Uh, JJ Watt has missed the last two days himself. So, mm. might have some, um, might have some issues there. We need him getting after Baker, man. We need to get uh, Baker, uh, sh- keep him shaking up because I mean he's a decent quarterback, but I mean he's he's just not doing well over there in Carolina. He was uh, Zach was talking about DJ Moore. DJ Moore, I mean he was targeted six times, but he only had uh, on on last week's game with the Saints, he was targeted six times, which was the most targeted receiver, but he only made one catch. So Baker just can't get the uh, the ball to DJ Moore. So do we know who's covering DJ Moore on the the Cardinals? Do we? Do we, do we assume I'm assuming it'll be Byron Murphy uh, being on that side. Yeah. Um, so I would think it, unless, unless he's paired with Robbie on the other side, but yeah. Um, one thing I, I do want to point out uh, a, a good little nugget here. The Cardinals are nine and one when Kyler Murray runs 10 times or more in a game. Obviously this last Sunday, he didn't make his first rushing attempt until like the fourth quarter, or right before the fourth quarter, one of the two, but yeah. Um, he, he they're so they're nine and one when he runs 10 times or more they're 14 and 14 when he runs five to nine times but less than five times they're oh 11 and one so him only running one time going into the fourth you know that already posed bad things for them this past weekend so hopefully he'll get moving uh and use his legs a little more this weekend well it seems like that's what they need to win you know, hundred percent. So let's let's got you got you got a you got a low quarterback that's very quick on his legs and on his feet. You know, let's let's use his legs, man. I mean, obviously he hasn't ran much the last three games. Uh no, uh yeah, the last three uh the last three games. So let's change it, man. Let's make him run. Let's see what happens. It, it, yeah, it wasn't until the Raiders game in that that third quarter yeah. where he just all of a sudden put it on his shoulders and started running a lot more. And he did say in the press conference yesterday that he would like to run more, but he does what's called. So are they worried? I mean, because I mean, he's, he just signed a new deal. They're paying him a lot of money. Are they, are they kind of being careful there's, with it? There's gotta be some concern that he hasn't been the same guy every time he's gotten hurt. And the more you run him, the more you risk him getting hurt. So Got it. Uh, I, I mean, that could be it. That could be hundred percent it. So let's, uh, let's turn our attention to the betting side of things, Gunner, yeah. uh, and dial us up for what you got. Uh, as I mentioned, I, I, Looking at everything, everything that I'm looking at, I've got a Cardinals victory. I mean, we, we mentioned it on the last podcast. Cardinals are playing a lot better on the road, right? So the last 10 road games, they have won the not, nine of the last 10. So you got to take that into account, right? Um, looking at Bet IQ, uh, they've got the final score of Cards 23, Panthers 21. Oh, it's not that's far pretty off. dang close. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty dang close. Uh, 95% of the money is on the under which uh over under is uh 43 and a half and which, that could be that could uh, be for two things it could be for because baker mayfield struggling and and also the weather right like that be, uh, yeah i mean based on what ben iq is saying i think that they're they're looking at the weather because they have kyler murray uh with the passing yards at 140 140 oh, wow. passing yards which 300 and something the other day yeah 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 he had, over, he had over 300 passing yards in a loss 
with zero touchdowns uh, against the Rams. So I think that IQ is still kind of looking at uh, the possible weather being a fa- or the weather being a factor there. So um, anything you see that you're definitely putting your money down on? Yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals on the money line because I mean it's only a point and a half. There's no real. Okay. It's better odds on the money line. I think with the weather not being a factor, I'm going to go over uh, 43 and a half. So I'm going to parlay those together. Cardinals on the money line over 43 and a half. Um, taking any props of any kind, any player staff? I am going to be taking the defensive touchdown after talking to, uh, it was Kyle, right? Last week, yeah, Kyle, Kyle Odegaard. Yeah, he, he, uh, he was mentioning uh, uh, Baker Mayfield and the interceptions that uh, that he tends to throw. And I think I'm gonna, I think I'm going to take that. We'll take. Uh, I mean, if they're going to try and work it into DJ Moore, and if we've got some of our uh, our top defensive players on that, I can see a pick six coming from them. That's a defensive touchdown. So I'll take a prop bet on that. Uh, but I'm going to parlay Cardinals on the money line over 43 and a half, and I think I'm going to take Kyler on the over on the rushing yards. I don't have a number. No, none of the stat, none of the apps have posted a rushing yard yet on Kyler. But I'm assuming it's going to kind of be on the low end because the last three games he has not gone over 29 yards. So uh, I think that they're going to use his legs a little bit more, especially if if the weather is a is a factor. They will be rushing it a lot more. There'll be a lot more rushing yards for both the uh, our um, running backs and for Kyler. So I think I'm going to parlay those three together and uh, hopefully win some money here, man. All right. With that said, what is your prediction for the game, Gunner? What are you expecting here? Um, I, I, I obviously get a Cardinals, Cardinals victory. Win. Are you yep. looking for the exact uh, exact? I'm score? looking for the score, baby. I want to know what you're thinking. I think I'm going to go uh, exactly what uh, our boy uh, Zach said. But again, like I said, I'm going to switch it to the Cardinals 24, Panthers 21. That's put that puts me on the over on the 43 and a half. So I'm going to take that exact score. That's my prediction. I love it. I love it. That's where you put your money, folks. Gunner, right. you actually had a hit. We talked about this offline yeah. earlier. You you won some money last week, so we need to give you some props and validate your your uh, sports betting here. What, what was that parlay it that you had? And, and Sunday night football. You was it? Uh, it was the Giants or the Cowboys. Was that Monday or uh, Sunday night? That was Monday. Monday night football. Yeah. So I had uh, I had a four leg parlay and put 44 bucks on it one 531 and i had another four leg uh on another app and put 10 bucks on it 103 so throwing some stuff out there gut yeah i mean just kind of my gut looking at uh, one one, it, one 500 bucks is that what that was the the cool. first one was 500 the second one was 100 bucks oh, but so it was 600 bucks similar similar bets it was ezekiel elliott over on the rushing yards in ezekiel elliott anytime touchdown uh, Saquon Barkley over on the rushing yard, Saquon Barkley, anytime touchdown. I, I like doing Gunner, those Gunner, What's your Twitter handle? We need you to start tweeting these out when you, I know, when you I go need and to. put them on. I it's at to. radio it's, gunner, right? Is that your uh, radio gunner on Instagram, the gunner on oh, the Twitter gunner. because, okay. uh, radio well, gunner, gunner I, I'm, I'm going to put his business out there right now. He's going to tweet these from now on, on Monday night, to. Thursday night. Well, it's Thursday night tonight. So you're going to hear this on Friday, but Gunner, your yep. Thursday night bet for tonight. You need oh, to you tweet hear it about out today. Okay. I, I want you to tweet them unless you already have them. I have them set. I'll tell you right now, but I'll tweet them out. Uh, I've got uh bangles, uh, minus th- this was a super boost. I was like taking the super boost. Cause they give you a, you know, an extra little boost. They give you a little more, uh, get some extra money. Right. So I got bangles minus three and a half Jamar chase. 
uh, one plus touchdown. So pretty much an anytime touchdown. Tyree Kill, anytime touchdown. Joe Burrow over 200 passing yards. So that's 10 bucks to win 130. So we'll see what happens there. I got Are another you doing one. this all on, on FanDuel? FanDuel. Yeah. FanDuel. We like FanDuel. FanDuel, uh, actually, they've got an ad going into the show right now. So yeah, Shout I got, uh, it's so user friendly. I do all my stuff on there. I love it. Right. Producer Adam from behind the curtain. What do we got? Here, just very quickly here, gentlemen, I thought it was worth noting while in the NFC, the Cardinals are tied for the fourth highest point total. They happen to be, you would guess it, the absolute worst in points against 87 points over the first three weeks of the season. Good for a minus 26 point differential. I just want to ask, gentlemen, with the way you've talked about it, with the way Zach talked about it, the three words are less from each of you. How disgusted will you be? If the Cardinals lose this game, go ahead, Tyler. I'll go after you. If we lose this game, um, it's going to be a rough season. Let's just put it that way. I mean, I, I I'm not going to be a happy. You think I was not a happy camper after this last loss? This next one will be uh wouldn't be good. If we lose this game, my prediction would be uh, Cliff Kingsbury getting canned. Somebody I, gets fired, Gunner. I, I listen. I, I don't want to say that Gunner may be putting money on this potentially, I, yeah. but but I think that there's something driving the narrative here. So we yeah. know. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's ask that question though. Are yeah. you betting money? There's just bet. There is a bet out there. Is there a bet first head, yet? Yes, there's first head coach to be relieved of their duties, and Cliff Kingsbury has the highest odds right now. Gunner, okay. are you willing to put money on that? If I could find it, I would. Uh, <laughs> All right. I don't. I don't. Is that like some offshore betting thing? Fanduel definitely didn't. I, I don't have know. It. I've just heard it's out there. I've read it on Twitter that it's out there. Uh, we will track that down in the background and update yeah. people next episode on what will be the post game podcast. Obviously, the voice of the fan base over here, Tyler, going to be pretty concerned if this goes down as a loss. Meanwhile, Gunner just thinks about it financially. If he can get a couple <laughs> bucks in his pocket, That's right. results be damned. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, big, big game Sunday, Gunner. The Cardinals uh, need to notch this up at two and two. Uh, In the meantime, make sure you subscribe. You get the listens in for sure. You know, you got to like the show where you can leave a review, do all that business wherever you find your podcasts. You can also go to Cardinals podcast or kickoff in the valley.com either one. And uh, we will talk with you post game. Sunday after Cardinals Panthers in Carolina.